0: It is 7:09 on the morning news. What can senior residences teach us about reopening schools? Our next guest wrote just about that in a recent uh, editorial. We're joined by PhD candidate in the School of Social Work at McGill University, Susan Mintzberg. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. So uh, what parallel can we draw between these uh, senior residences and school openings?
1: Uh, I think parallel we can draw is uh, too much too soon. Um, One of the things that I wrote about um, with senior residents really concerning um, removing uh, family caregivers from the residents is that it was done quickly and at the time I think we didn't have a lot of chance to think about these things but now we have had time. Um, my concern is that we're making decisions um, that might have big consequences uh, that probably need more time before we dive into it.
2: I mean, we don't need to worry about it so much here in Alberta. They said the school year is cancelled. But for other provinces that, you know, parents now have to weigh that, that choice. Do, do I send my kids back to school or not? When you look at seniors
1: care homes and schools, you know, what, what's your thought on that? I think I mean I'm so I'm from Quebec so that's obviously a big issue here mm-hmm. where schools started opening on Monday. I'm in Montreal so it's not affecting Montreal immediately, uh, but the sense I'm getting from a lot of parents I've spoken to and teachers as well is a lot of concern about do we send our kids back and not. Or, or not. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that I often think about, because I'm coming more from a social work background, uh, I think one of the things that really got highlighted in the long-term care situation was how underfunded um, and how little we're investing in, in in seniors. But I think we can now move that into other aspects of society. So, uh, how much are we, uh, you know, investing in education? How much are we investing in mental health care? And I, I guess my sort of concern is that if we, you know, move too quickly on this, we're putting teachers in a situation that I think might resemble some of the um, situation that we were putting yeah. um, workers in long-term care homes, just not enough resources to do what we're expecting them to do. Obviously, uh, so That's sort of the kind of parallel that I'm looking at mm-hmm. is, you know, what, you know, I think we... All parents, or many parents, do want their children getting back to school, both educationally and just socially. Uh, but are we really equipped to do this at this time right now? Have we put enough thought into this?
0: Obviously, it's different province to province. In Alberta, we have, you know, anywhere between 57 and 75 new cases uh, per day in, uh, in uh, Quebec. It's in the hundreds per day. So I'm wondering, what, what did you hear the rationale is behind the decision to uh, reopen the schools?
1: I'm not sure I'm clear on that rationale. I mean, I think the idea is that, you know, we're feeling that, you know, kids need to be in school. They need to be learning. Uh, you know, I think there's also we also got to pay attention, especially coming from a social work background, of kids at risk um, who are you know at more risk being at home and, and getting them back into the school system is important for them. Uh, but, you know, my my suspicion, and I suspect a lot of people are thinking this too, is this is more about getting the economy up and running. So yeah. if our kids are back in school, you know, parents can get back to work hopefully more easily. We can get kind of things going back in the economy. So it's a big price to pay, I think, or a big experiment if you want. Um, to be putting kids back in school potentially for that reason. I don't think anyone's saying that. I suspect a lot of people are thinking that.
2: I think you're right. And, you know, we keep hearing, oh, it's okay, because kids, they don't tend to get it as often, COVID-19, as often as adults do. So we don't need to worry about them as much. But yeah, I, I agree with you. It's a, it's a pretty daring, you know, uh, test that we're, we're putting kids to. So you are a parent. You have kids of your own. What's your thought on sending them back to school?
1: So I, I will probably put a lot of thought into this. So I have two kids in high school and one, uh, one in elementary school. So the two in high school aren't going back till the fall, hopefully. Um, well, for sure not till the fall, and we'll see if they do go back in the fall. So they're starting kind of some online stuff next week. But my eight-year-old, we had to make the decision, and we hemmed and hawed because, you know, for many reasons that other parents are doing it too. But in the end, we chose not to, um, partly because you know I, I coming back to your previous kind of point you know as much as kids aren't being affected as much there's still so much we don't know yes, and there's yes. new stuff coming out in the news all the time so now on the news they're talking about this kind of rare um, disease that children seem to be getting that might be linked there's just too much we don't know so and then the other piece that weighed in for us is I'm you know I, I think of what we're trying to do to teachers or what we're going to what we're not trying to do but what we're potentially doing to teachers um, and the position we're putting them in so our feeling was you know our daughter does okay in school she does okay socially she's safe at home so you know and we're okay having her so let's you know keep her home and maybe leave the space for kids who maybe need it more um just to sort of take the load and the burden a bit off the off the teachers um so that the kids who are there can get the attention they need that was kind of our rationale but i think a lot of parents are looking at this you know some are looking at it more scientifically you know maybe putting our kids back in school can kind of help get you know get get some kids kind of immune to it but again you know we're we're guessing we're still guessing and that's my concern. There's still so much we
0: don't know. So, so your thought is that, that we say no, go maybe till the fall. Or are you thinking that it's uh, better to have a mix and, and an option to, to continue online?
1: I'm sort of a little bit stumped, honestly. I mean, my feeling is, I think, at this point, listen, we're so close to the end of the school year. So if I look in Montreal, for example, we've now delayed it till May 25th. They're talking about maybe delaying it further. But, you know, the the school year ends around June 22nd or so. So, like, if we delay it further, we're going to do all of this to send the kids back for a week. Um, It just seems like a lot of resources being used to, you know, potentially send kids back for a very short period of time. So I guess my feeling would be wait till the fall, Of course, I've heard arguments that, you know, in the fall, things might not be better. And, you know, we may have kind of a resurgence of it and and other viruses at that time. So I don't think anyone really knows the exact answer yet. But I guess what I'm thinking personally is, you know, let's just give this a bit more time to figure out what's going on and try and get a bit more answers before we take, you know, thousands or millions of kids and kind of put them into a school system in a situation that might be risky both for them and, you know, for the teachers and staff. Not not just the risk, but the, you know, the, the expectations. Yeah.
2: So, Susan, going back to your original question then, what can seniors' residences teach us about the reopening of schools? Do we look at both of those, both the seniors' homes, both the schools, and think about, you know, what can we do? And, I mean, I guess do we look for more, do we look for more teachers, more teacher aides to try and make the class sizes smaller? And then kind of, you know, look at that the same way for for the seniors' homes?
1: I think, I mean, in the short term, I think that's a way to look at it. You know, when I wrote this piece, I think what I was really thinking about is is the bigger picture um, and this idea that, you know, we saw, unfortunately, through this horrible crisis, you know, that's gone on and is still going on in seniors' homes. What it really highlighted is how little we've invested um, in in our seniors over decades, probably. Uh, And and my sort of thinking more in the long term is, you know, this we saw and it, it clearly came out. And I think, you know, most Canadians are now aware of it. But it's not just seniors care that we're not investing in, right? So I'm coming more from a background of mental health. Uh, you know, it, it, mental health care is one of the least invested in parts of health care. Um, education is another part that, you know, we, we know we're not investing enough in, in education, um, especially public education. So in the long term, that's sort of, I think, was my point was, you know, we need to be aware as a society, you know, where are we putting our money and why. Uh, in the short term, um, yeah, I mean I think maybe in the short term it is about, you know, making sure that we're putting enough supports in those schools and not, you know, dumping it all on on the teachers. I I just think teachers are meant to teach. Um, right now, we're needing them to, in a way, police, right? It's going to be bring kids back to school and have teachers, you know, keep social distancing. There's not going to be a lot of teaching mm-hmm. going on, um, as far as I can tell. I'm sure they're going to do their best, but realistically, I don't think it's going to be, you know, a whole lot of teaching. And I know in Quebec, we're even talking about because it's not mandatory, you know, we're not even allowed to be teaching new material. So, wow. that, yeah, so I think in the in the short term, if we could put more more supports into it great but in the long term i think we have much bigger questions
0: to be asking very interesting times we appreciate your time this morning susan i appreciate it too nice talking to you that is susan mensberg phd candidate in the school of social work at mcgill university
2: 717 helicopter traffic time for west district by truman life happens at hellowestdistrict.com